<laughs> You're listening to the epically geeky show. <laughs> I am with the one with the force, the force is <laughs> That's how I'm going into 2017, just repeating that over and over again to myself. Well, you know what? I, I love that about the movie, but you know what I absolutely hate is I, I'm I'm just waiting for some shitty ass rapper to try to incorporate that. Someone you know, like fucking Kanye oh, yeah. West or some shit. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it won't be Kanye West. He's too cool for that. He doesn't no, steal. He samples. You know who it'll be? It'll be like. Childish Gambino or Frank Ocean, and I'll take that because they're huge fucking nerds and they get to do it. That's fun, but if it's Kanye, which by the way, speaking of, of 2016 and Kanye West, you had one job uh, 2016. Fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's I could think of not. about five people that I would have rather have seen go before Kanye, but I don't disagree with you. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show. A place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epic Geeky Show episode. Well, actually, it's not one of our normal episodes. It is a special edition. We're going to be talking about Rogue One tonight. Our opening question is... Because much like this movie, we're going to kind of change things up a little bit. So... With that said, I guess we're just going to go ahead and start with our our first impressions of watching the movie. Now, most of us, I think, I've seen it twice. Sai, how many times have you seen it? I was actually uh, watching it again right before we started this. So I got about halfway through. So okay. Uh, one, Lane, one and a half times. Once? I'm sorry? You've seen it once or twice? I've only seen it once. Hey, you've seen it once? Yep, just the once. All right, cool. Which, by the way, welcome back, Jay. Um, I, I guess let's just go around real quick and uh, just give just a, a brief statement of your thoughts of the movie. Um, we'll start with... Um, um, it was disappointing. Uh, Lainey? I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um and I, more than anything, I'm just kind of stoked for maybe what this is going to mean for other Star Wars movies down the line. Jay? Um, it wasn't bad, you know. Obviously, we knew what the outcome was going to be. I mean, <laughs> with the Star Wars history, but I'm still more partial to Force Awakens. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um. I'm not going to rank it because um, I've already heard people already tried to do this. Well, where would you put it in, in the now eight movies? No. And I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, let's just get in, and dive into it. Um, first and foremost, uh, surely if you're listening to this, uh, yes, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to be spoiling the hell out of this thing. Um it yet. Uh, number one, why are you listening to the Epic the Geek Show? But uh, I digress. Uh, you know, you know, stuff comes up. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sai. Um, by the way, I, I guess I guess I should mention uh, it is currently uh, uh, it's currently about ten thirty at night, at least Central Standard Time, as we're recording this. Uh, so we're about an hour and a half away from twenty seventeen. Uh, so yeah, some of us have had a little something to drink, <laughs> maybe a lot. Yeah. Of so, uh, you know, take that for what it's worth. Um, what is it worth? What is that worth? Uh, what is that? Know, so what, is that, what does that expression really mean? Like, when you think tits? about it. 
One cent. Oh, is that what that means? Two cents? Dude, you're oh my God. you're blowing my mind right now. When someone says right. take it for what it's worth and you say, well, two. Ah, that's <laughs> blowing his mind. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. That's why you're in charge. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll just, um, just hit it chronologically. Um, the reason why I did not have an, uh, the reason why I did not have an opening question is, um, this was announced before the movie came out that there is no opening crawl. Um, uh, so there, there I is, and I, there is, there is an opening crawl. It's the, the opening of the movie is a crawl. Really? <laughs> Uh, there's no opening crawl at the beginning of the movie. It, it, we do at least get the, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And that's all uh, I and then it. I really wish there was no opening crawl. I don't. Um, Why not? Because this isn't, this isn't an episode. It's every not, Star Wars video. But game. it's not an episode. It's not. It's, it's supposed to take place right before A New Hope. I went into the theater looking at this as something totally different. Well, youngling, you were expecting something different from. Star I might be younger than everybody, but I have watched the original trilogy more times than I can count. Like, I don't know. I I really did go into it not expecting like. So you the weren't same ex- exact you weren't, thing of, as every other Star Wars movie. So you weren't expecting Star Wars <laughs> because it's not a, but it's not an. It's not like part of the. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. I, I truly just went into it thinking, okay, well, this isn't part of like the main storyline. This is something kind of. Uh-oh. You know what you sound like purple. right now? You sound like somebody that voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, we all know that that's not true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being an ass. Yes, you are. But that's okay. But no, like I said, I, I did. I enjoyed it. But again, I, I didn't go into it expecting it to look and sound and feel the exact same way as all the other Star Wars movies that I like. Let me, let me ask you this in a, in a yeah. serious way. And I'm mm-hmm. not trying, I'm not trying to be an ass, although I'm drunk. So it happens. Go for but it. What, what I'm trying to say is you said you're okay with there not being a crawl. And, yeah. And, and okay, that's fair. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be, I'm being fair here. Right. There's, you're fine with there not being a crawl mm-hmm. because this was different, mm-hmm. right? That's the reasoning behind that. Would, wouldn't you have? But, but my question is, if there was a crawl, would would you have felt like that took away somehow, or that was? Wrong? No, I don't think it would have taken away from it. But I would have. I think it would have felt too. If there had been a crawl, I think it would have felt almost like they were still trying to like set it up as like another episode of the saga as opposed to. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. That's an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Have you played and there's no wrong answer. So don't think I'm calling you out. I know. Go ahead. Okay. Have you played a lot of star Wars video games over the years? No, okay. I don't really. I've, I have been in the presence of a lot of star Wars, star Wars video games, but I don't really do video games. Okay, see, so I that think could that could have something to do with Right. It. This might have something to do with my perspective and some other people's perspective about why there should have been a crawl. Absolutely. A, I fall into that. Um, and it, it's exactly every game has had a crawl. Every, every, every type of media that Star Wars has always had the crawl. That's just, that's just been there. That's, that's, I don't think it took away from it, it added anything to it. 
I got a but question. Just, I got a question. I would have preferred it to have been there. I got a question, and I wish I wish to God Rudy was here because he would know. Do the cartoons have crawls? I no. think he said the the Rebels cartoon does it, but I don't know about I don't know about the Clone Wars. If I don't the, think that those had a crawl either. If the cartoons don't have crawls, then I'm going to give them a pass on this because that means they've already established that that that's what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just making that observation. I don't know. I agree though, with I, that. I agree with that. Yeah. If it's already established, like in the canon, then it makes sense. Right. Oh, I hate that term. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't think of another word, but you know no, what I mean? If it's like an already an established like structure thing, then it, then it would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I thought. I was like, Oh, of course there's not a crawl. This isn't, no, I find it interesting that that you're cool with it and you actually appreciated that there wasn't a crawl because that's that's a different way of thinking than what I have. Yeah. And I'm 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 curious about that that line of thinking. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to say that that's I wrong. I, and that's why I ask so many questions about it. That's fine. Yeah, no, like I said the crawl thing didn't bother me. I know that really irked a lot of people, but I don't, I think, I don't think they were bothered by it for the same reason that you were. <laughs> I think they were just bothered by it because they don't know anything about Star Wars. Right. What, what about you, Jay? What do you think about it? I, you know, being a Star Wars fan, kind of wish, you know, it was there. It would have felt, I don't know. I got so tingly and happy whenever I saw it when the Force Awakens came out. <laughs> yeah, it was really so. cool, right? On, on Force Awakens. I mean, okay. I, this kind of leads to another subject. You don't, Do you mind me kind of transitioning you? No, go ahead. Go ahead, um, go ahead. And Jay, I want to hit you on this first. Um, the nostalgia, like uh, callbacks to old Star Wars stuff, you know, um, I've got a bad feeling about this, and typical type Star Wars things, and then cameos and all this kind of stuff. Um, did you feel like uh, comparative, like if you were to compare this to what they did with the force awakens do you feel like there was uh like like this was too much too little do you think uh the force awakens did it better or this did okay or or what do you think about like i think the force awakens did it better okay i kind of don't i'm sorry like this is where i kind of have to say uh i think that um rogue one had some positives and one of them was that uh I think it handled that kind of stuff better. Now, mm-hmm. I think the execution wasn't necessarily the best, especially with some of the edits of things that didn't fit necessarily, like with the fighter pilots uh, from the old Star Wars being cut in and made to seem like they were part of what was going on. It just didn't feel right to me. There were some things like that. And then, of course, some of the CGI. but. I I felt honestly, if I had one criticism of the Force Awakens, and the only real criticism I've ever had of the Force Awakens is, I felt like we were being pandered to a little bit. Yeah, there's almost a little too much fan service. I do I do feel that way. I've seen it several times now, and I love the Force Awakens. Don't get me wrong. I know we're not supposed to criticize Star Wars, but. Uh, yeah, I felt like maybe we got a little, like maybe we were being kind of condescended to just a little bit. It's I agree. Just, 
Well, see, we're agreeing. Yeah, no, I do agree. I and I love the Force Awakens, but I, like a nod here and there is one thing, but it, it almost felt a little too much at times, you know. Yeah. And what they're about, gonna and they're gonna have to slowly wean off of that too. Yeah, Eugene. But see, I, I feel like I feel like they had to at least in the Force yeah. Awakens. No, um, I agree. I agree with that too. Absolutely, it was like a necessary yeah. evil that needed I, to happen. I still think the the prequels. Gonna go into the prequels. But the, the, prequels <laughs> left, the prequels left a huge division in the Star Wars community, and they had to do that much fan service in uh, The Force Awakens to kind of smooth that over. Um, as for... Well, I, I, so I want Jay to go into a little more detail about... Jay was saying the original question was which one did it better. I, I was kind of wanting to Jay to kind of expand a little before we moved on to something else. <laughs> Are you available for that question, Jay? Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess maybe I was just halfway asleep and missed a lot of the references in this one. <laughs> no, that's no, that's fair. It was boring halfway through the movie. It was boring. That's true. So pacing got a little yeah. slow. Pacing was a little slow at the beginning. Okay, let's 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 talk about that because I already mentioned that about about the editing. Um, we start the movie with the opening scene. The opening scene of the movie is is um, 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 uh, Galen Erso mm-hmm. in it, and the Empire is coming for him. Um. And then, you know, basically uh, he goes through, you know, we ha- we see the blue milk, which I thought was a nice, a nice, <laughs> a nice little nod there. Um, Man, I want some of that blue milk. Mm. <laughs> and then he goes out and he, he goes to, uh, um, he goes to confront, um, oh, what is his name? Krennic. Um, Krennic, yes. He goes out, to, he goes out to confront Krennic. Um, and then we see, you know, his wife is killed in front of him and his daughter, and uh, Jen runs off. Then we see Saul show up for literally just like half a second to rescue her. Then we get, you know, Rogue One. It then cuts to her in prison. But that music is so bad, too. Uh, Do what? That music is so bad. We'll get to the music in a little bit. Right. Um, and then it, it, and then we start jumping around. Um, Watching it the second time, I like, I mean, I still enjoyed seeing all these different planets that were, you know, number one, not planets that we had seen before. Um, you know, that's been a, a big criticism of the prequels and, and, and such is that, you know, we kept visiting the same damn planets over and over and over again. Um, yeah, seeing all these other planets was kind of cool. I will say the editing was a kind of choppy at the beginning. I think they had to put that part in there with her showing where she is in prison right afterwards. Cause otherwise I don't know if people would know exactly where the callback was. Cause literally we see her in prison. And then the next thing we see is them busting her out of, um, but we also get, we also get to meet, um, we, we get to see this, you know, this, um, uh, 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 planet. And that's where we first meet Cassian. And, you know, he's getting information from someone else. And, you know, he's supposed to be one of our good guys. He's supposed to be one of the people we're rooting for. He's on the rebellion. He's he's a person we're supposed to be pulling for. 
Cold Blood. Yeah. And um, this is – I've heard some other people talking about this, and I, this is a point that was brought up to me, and I really agree with. That's I don't know if it's more technical issues you had problems with the, the movie side or – but A New Hope was uh, World War II. We know who the bad guys were. We know who the good guys were. Very clear lines. The bad guys do bad stuff. The good guys do good stuff. Rogue One was more like um, Vietnam. Like mm-hmm. it, was very, it was very, it was very everybody is. muddled. You have you have the Empire who is genuinely trying to bring peace, at least their version of peace, but they're trying to bring peace to the universe by building a weapon that can seem seemingly destroy the planet. The first world country that we all know of. And the rebels who we're supposed to be pulling for are the underdogs that are, you know, kind of infighting and everything else. And it's it's a very I'm with the story. I actually enjoyed seeing the rebels not being this super organized, you know, very very clean cut, you know, they're they're obviously the, like I liked seeing this, you know, listen, we're we're doing what we have to do. And, you know, hopefully, you know, the ends justify the means, but in some cases, it may not because... guerrilla organization. Yes. Um, So I I like seeing that that version of the the rebellion. Because, I mean, the only other time we see the rebellion are in the movies, and they're always the underdogs, but they're always hammered on and and everything else. Um, And this time we actually see them, like, you know... Rebel, rebellious shit, and you know it's dirty and it's it's hard and it's you know people are getting hurt. Um, I rebel, which wasn't in the movie, right? Mm-mm. We'll get to that too. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we get to we get to meet some of our we get to meet some of our characters. We get some of their backstories and stuff, and then we start grouping them together. Um, and then we're introduced to K two S O, played by yeah. Alec Tunnett. Oh yeah. Um, I did not realize until after this movie when I think Cy, you're the one that brought it up. He was completely CGI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not once did I question that at all. Like I thought for sure they used an animatronic at least when they could. Because he was, he was awesome. He, he was, was really awesome. Good. He was an awesome character. I loved seeing that character. Um, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Well, that's the funny thing is half the time you couldn't tell if he was going for humor or, but I mean, it was just so straight lace. It was, you know, I, 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 I love that I'll scene. be there for you because it, Cassie told me I had to that. I mean, that got a huge laugh in the theater. I love the scene where he's like, they'll like, we'll all be blown up and die in the vacuum of space. And he's like, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll be fine. But you know what? The, you know what the, you know what the chances of her using that gun are against you? No, it's very high. <laughs> I love when he walks in. At the how did you did you know that that wasn't me? Yeah. He's like, oh, but I'll just go wait in the ship. Yeah. That killed me. I died laughing. The humor on this was written very well. Very well. I, I it wasn't. You. That was a thing. It wasn't like in your face and it was just enough to kind of 
lighten. I don't know. I like when movies add in, like, even very serious movies add in a little bit of humor because I don't think that you can really get, like, the gravitas of something you know, if you don't have a little bit of fun there. What's funny about this movie is the first movie I ever remember this happening. There was two really emotional moments in the movie, I felt, where I really was like, you know, you kind of get the feels, you know. And one of them, and they both involved the robot, okay? The first one was when she gives him the gun. Oh, that was sweet. And he was like, you know, it was it was like, I don't know. And then, of course, when he uh, when he doesn't make it. Those those were my two yeah. moments in the movie that I was like, well, those were as far as that kind of feeling. There was one other moment that was oh, different feeling, but as far as that kind of feeling, yeah, the robot. What a great character. That was a great droid. I just, I loved it. I find that fascinating that the best character in the movie was a, was a droid. droid. Was a droid. That, I, that didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. My favorite character has always been a 10-foot-tall Sasquatch. You know, so. I have another thing that I want to say. Okay. Uh, there, If Rogue One served no other purpose, I appreciate it for this one thing, and that's that it forever puts to rest this whole joke about the Death Star's weakness. You know? Made sense. It wasn't some bullshit reason either. Right. No. I thought that Mads Mikkelsen, when he explained it in the hologram or whatever, was the perfect way to address that issue and for all time settle this shit. And mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate that. I really do. I agree. Got and it on. was very logical. It wasn't super convoluted. It You couldn't really argue it. I, I loved that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay, so speaking of, just kind of still going through it. So, you know, they're told, um, when, of, uh, you know, they take her back, you know, they take her to the rebel base, and um, we see Mon Mothma. Hmm. Jay, what do you think? I thought that scene went well. Jay? And Jay might be busy. Yeah, I think so. Um Okay. The scene, yes. I think, worked for me. What about you, Sai? Absolutely. That was great. Uh, Mon Mothma was fantastic. Um, I totally buy into when they, and I've brought this up before, if you're going to bring back a character and it's going to be a different actor, that's cool. But, uh, you know, I this is, we're going to get into the CGI thing with this, okay? Because... Right. Uh, the Mon Mothma thing, uh, you know, yeah, it's not the same actress, but I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm fine with that. It's not going to be the same actress. Show me another actress. Okay. She's good. She fits the role. She's got the mannerisms. I buy in. Yes. That's our new Mon Mothma. Ewan McGregor had to do the same shit with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Ewan McGregor comes in and we're like, okay, that's the new Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that's why Ewan McGregor could be Obi-Wan Kenobi in another movie. And even close to the same age as what Alec Guinness was, and I would still be cool with that. Because he's established, we're established, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's fine. I agree. My issue is different with the CGI. Okay. Um, so we've got... 
Okay. Um, we're told, uh, um, Cassian's told, you know, look, this is not a rescue mission. Whenever you see him, you kill him. Um, then we go through the whole more, you know, the whole funny thing. We I like that. I like, I liked him a lot, by the way. Cassian. The, the Cassian. Cassian. Yeah. He's a good character. I love Diego. Was, so even if it was a terrible character, I probably would have been fine with it. Do what? I love Diego Luna, the actor. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love him. And, well, no, I just, he's a really good actor. And I've loved him. I've loved him in everything I, I've ever yeah, seen him in. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, would you? I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Yeah. Go home, Roger. <laughs> but he, no, I like Cassie's character because he had that, like, he, he was like, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm a rebel, and he even, you know, they get into that later on, you know, I, you know, it, it's convenient that you joined the rebellion. I've yes. been, you know, this has been my life. I love when he, I, I love when he called her that. out like that, though. I really, I appreciated that. Yes. I do. I love Cassian. I thought he was a great yeah. character. Very well written. I appreciated it. Yeah, he's good. A pilot kind of sucked, but he was good. <laughs> we end up on the uh, we end up on the planet, and uh, then we're introduced to two more of our of our rebellious uh, characters, uh, Chirut and Baze, uh, aka the blind guy. Yeah, and the blind guy and the guy with the badass gun, and I loved both of these characters. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I have a question for you. All right. Yes, the force is with me, and I'm one with the force. <laughs> oh, he was cool. Um, the uh, dude with the big gun. He said, like, there was something where he wanted to kill the pilot. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, what was that about? Because he was a. He just said he was a. Um... Was that what it was about? That's yeah, what he was, was an imperial he... pilot, and that's all that he knew at, the, at that point. And so he was like, well, I'm just going to fucking kill him. Oh, okay. I didn't really yeah. completely understand that. I was like, why does he want to kill him? And then Cassian was like, uh, wait a minute. We need that guy. We need yeah. him. Yeah. Put okay. the gun down. Which we get a scene that is is very, you know, uh, the Empire. Granted, the Empire is doing an, an evil deed, but is doing it very, you know, you know they're going through the, the the town. They've got their armed guards or whatever. They're actively not hurting anyone, and then they're ambushed. Oh, by the um, way, by the way, I'm gonna jump in real quick. Those stormtroopers and that tank looked so fucking awesome. They did yes. a really good job with that. They were hella dope. Yes, I I love that gorilla type fighting in the streets, and then that of was course, awesome. you know, the, to bring in the big gun was literally to bring in like you know an ATST. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. We get, you know, uh, Donnie Yen's, you know, standout, you know, his little thing. And then um, that was hilarious when he he had some of the best lines in the whole movie. He's like. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> lines. Yeah. Yes. Hands down. I know exactly what you're going to say. Go ahead. Well, when they put the bag over his head, it was so. <laughs> really? It was really? so I'm fucking fine. funny. <laughs> that was so that was good. Great. That was really good. That was really good. Um, okay, so about this time we're introduced into we're introduced to a uh, another character from you know major Star Wars lore, uh, but uh, they did not go the route of recasting, and that is our um, okay. Uh, we obviously have a big split here, um, but I definitely 
it definitely was very uncanny valley to me in that not right. It was like this is obviously not a human. Um I watched it the second time and I actually I, I, I said this to Sai before he, he started his rewatch today. Um the second time I watched it, it actually bothered me less. And I don't know if it's because I knew it was coming. But the whole time I kept watching and I kept going a good job on the eyes or the or with the motions or whatever. Um than I, I remembered them using, but they used him quite a bit in the movie. It could just it looks could have been. They probably could have done some of it where, like, looking over his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they did have like to go because that you saw him so much. Like, that was one of the few things that did t- kind of take me out of the movie for a second. I and, don't know. Yeah. Well, because like you ha- you saw him so often. Like I said, had we maybe had it maybe been, I mean, I know it was supposed to, the dark, the Death Star was very brightly lit. I mean, it, it always was in the original. Yes. Because so I didn't want to, you know, but oh well, you know, it's really dark in this room or whatever. That that would be kind of a bullshit thing. But if they had just like maybe done his reflection in a window or him, like I said, looking over his shoulder and maybe occasionally turned around or whatever, that would have been fine. But for the most part, it, it worked okay for me. It's just, yeah, it is what it is. Now let me ask you this, because I've heard I've heard people having conversations about this as well. Um, do you think he had to have been in the movie? Yes. No, no, I don't. Really? I Why? don't think so. Uh, I well, no. Let me take that back. I think he needed to have some presence in the movie. Okay. But I think they could have done it in such a way to where. You never saw us. I'm just saying, like, there's movies throughout the years where they have all these complicated scenes where you never see the face of the actor, where they do all these clever, like, camera movements and cuts and things to avoid that. And then when you see the actor, you're just seeing, like, their profile or you see, like, a they're not talking at the same time as you see their face. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's what I don't get. Like, they knew this tech that they have didn't work 100% when they used it in Tron. They knew that. And they still used it. And they used it a lot, like you're saying. And it was almost, like, intentional, like, to be like, let's see how the audience reacts to this much CGI of this. And it could have been. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll be honest, I've heard a lot of reviews and a lot of people non Less geeky people have actually were like, I didn't realize it was an actor. That's, that, it wasn't that's an actor. Cool. I did because I knew he was dead. But How do you not know? I watched it in the theater with the big, you know, huge screen in 3D, and then I watched it again bootleg, <laughs> maybe. And um, I can tell it's fake even with the crappy picture. Like, it's obvious that it's not real. Like, if you're looking at him, I don't know how you can honestly state that you didn't know that there was something wrong there. We pick up the human brain and the, and the human eye can detect uh, if something's not right. They know that. Hollywood knows that. They have studies on that. There's all this, you know, uh, stuff that they put out there to, you know, pat themselves on the back on how good a job they've done on CGI over the years. 
where they talk about how we detect if something's not quite right and how difficult it is to, to get past that uncanny valley that you talk about. And if somebody's telling me, well, I didn't notice, and then I'm like, well, then you weren't paying attention. And, that, and like I said, that may have been the thing. They may have just been casually, but. Yeah, anyway. that's exactly. It's either that or they're doing this rose-colored glasses thing. Which is what a lot. I think there's a huge amount of that going on. Don't get me wrong. I am the same. Believe me, I'm a Star Wars nut. I am as big a Star Wars nut as anybody. And for me to criticize a Star Wars movie, it it feels like I'm a traitor. (laughs) But but the fact is, I have to be honest. And if I see something and it's not right, if I'm not going to sit here and say something. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and lie say. and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't notice there was, oh, was CGI. No, I oh. 100% noticed that he was CGI. It just didn't bother me quite as much as it bothered most people. That's, That's not to say that it wasn't a little bit ridiculous. You, you know what? You're right. You're right. It truly didn't. It just didn't bug me as much as I knew it was going to bug a lot of other people. I just kind of saw it and went, okay, I get it. You know, Lainey, let me just say this. Hmm. You actually probably have the correct opinion here because. I just don't get bothered by that stuff as badly. Let me Let me explain. We, okay, go ahead. we talked earlier about precedent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's plenty of precedent in the Star Wars movies for shitty CGI. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe that's what I was getting at. I was like, well, this could be a lot worse. We all know. <laughs> you have a fucking point. Yeah. yeah like, was, good God. It was pretty obvious that it was, uh, you know, CGI, and I don't know how anybody didn't pick up on it. I'm not saying okay. Let me let me back up a second. I'm not saying it was shitty, shitty. Like it wasn't like. I mean, it was good. It was noticeable. It was just. It, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't. Um, wasn't as bad as like Polar Express or like Christmas Carol. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It wasn't like watching the Polar <laughs> Express, which is just like weird. Even though I have a heart, a, a soft place in my heart for that movie now because of my boys. But watching that movie is just like, especially the first time I watched it, I was just like, I don't. I fucking wow, hate this it. It's is, creepy as hell. It's, it is creepy as hell. Like, what is this, Beast Wars? Like, what the fuck? Jar Jar. Jar Jar? Oh, no. Well, Jar Jar was more believable because Jar Jar was an alien. This was... Wasn't human. Exactly. This was supposed to be a human. And there's It's a- hard to get that. And that's the problem. It's really hard. Exactly. That's where the Uncanny Valley thing comes in is because, you know, if we watch an animate, you know, an anamorphic dog or a robot or something like that, we can forgive it. But when it's a human being, we know how we're supposed to look and act and, and talk and and not just yeah. a human being, Peter fucking Cushing, who's yeah. been in Star Wars. And we're obviously going to compare this. I mean, this movie's supposed to take place right before fucking New Hope. So we're, which is why I think now. See, that's here's where the problem comes in. You're right. It happens literally like probably a day before New Hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes, they had to have him, and they wanted him to look like he did. You know, continuity wise. I thought but the voice then it was goes fine. back to. There's been a lot of crap. It was fine. It was a little, the beginning, sometimes some of the inflection I think was a little weird. But, 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 but again, that goes back to me being like, look, you got another actor. Fine. That's cool. In fact, 
the actor they got to do the stand-in for Tarkin kind of looks like Tarkin. And if they had just said, oh, here's the new Tarkin, I would have been like, okay. And I would have They didn't even need to do the fucking CGI. That's what gets me. And that's where – that's now that we're talking about this and, and going back to Mon Mothma, that's where I'm, I'm starting to have a little of an issue. That's Mon Mothma. Why didn't you just do Tarkin that way? Or if you were go- if you were dead set on doing Tarkin, then why didn't you do Mon Mothma the same way? You're right, dude. And maybe that's why it's such an issue because we have that direct comparison. Here's a role. It's a replacement actor. We're all cool. Not one fucking person that I've ever heard anywhere at any time has had an issue with Mon Mothma. Not one fucking person. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? I don't get it. I don't get it. That's a good point. That's that's a good point. I have to definitely. Not that this is a debate, but I definitely have to cede that to you. So, well, dude, I, I'm not. Um, I'm not. Again, let me make myself clear. I'm not saying this movie sucked. No. I'm saying I'm disappointed because there's shit that you know they what? they shouldn't have done. You know what? And I meant to. I meant to start this conversation off that way. I meant to bring up our original point. Um, and I'll just go and do it now. Sai and I've had several conversations and I think you're the one that brought this up. And I don't remember if you brought this up on this show, on the previous show or off air or what, but you know, we've got to this point in, in society where like it either has to be the greatest movie ever or absolute garbage. And it doesn't have to be that way. Right. Like movie for certain parts, there were parts that you had a problem with. It's not the greatest Star Wars movie in your mind. I'm guessing it's also not the worst. No, it's definitely not the worst. No, not no, it falls that. somewhere in the middle. And you know what? Literally. That's perfectly fine. And even if it wasn't, it doesn't matter anyway. It's your opinion, so it's perfectly fine. So, you know, whatever, whoever you end up siding with, if you are siding with anyone at the end of this thing, you know, whether or not you, you know, you liked my opinion more, Laney's opinion, or Jay, or, or Sire, whatever. Just, it's your opinion. You have your opinion. And I like, I like Laney's opinion. So we have the thing. They, they go to the planet. They have the crash landing. They almost kill, um, almost kills uh, 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 Galen. Galen. Galen, that's how it says. Galen. Galen. It's Galen. Yeah, and um, and he doesn't, and then the rebels come in, and we get this pretty awesome badass uh, uh, Tie Fighter fight, which you know I'm always uh, not Tie Fighter uh, X Wing fight, which I'm always down for X Wing fights. Um, uh, uh, Galen dies; he does get to see uh, Jin for a second. Then they get on the ship, and we have this um, where uh, we were talking about earlier, where. Cassian and Jen kind of get into a convers- uh, you know, a confrontation about with the rebellion, um, you know, and about and about doing dirty work and and you know doing what you have to do for you know for a cause. Right. Um, we get back to the rebel base, uh, which, by the way, um, uh, you know, let's go ahead and just talk about this now. Um, one of the biggest things you said you had a problem with this movie was the music. Oh, oh God. Definitely was nothing stand out about any of the music in this movie. The only times it really hit me, you know, the callbacks to the original score. score. Yeah, that's when that's when I got you know 
I had the feelings was the callbacks, but none of the other music really stood out to me. And then you No, were, and that made me sad because John Williams scores always really stand out to me. Yeah, but that's not John thing. Williams. I know, yeah, that's tell, what I'm saying. Tell about that. Yeah, the guy that did the score only had three weeks to do it because they fired the what? original composer. Yeah. Uh well why didn't they get like Michael Giacchino. I don't understand at all. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's a Star Wars movie. I could name like four composers right now who would have done it. Let me just done say a great this. job. Guys, if you get a chance, go back and watch the first 30 minutes of this movie because I just finished watching it right before we did this. The music is fucking bad. Like it's yeah. not even like it's not even like, well, it doesn't quite No, it's horrible. Like it's Pieces of music, for one thing. It's not like this score, okay? It's not like a long score of music. It's like just little chunks of music. And those chunks fucking suck. Yeah. Like the the opening where they show the title is the worst, cheesiest fucking music. It's like something out of a fucking parody of Star Wars. Yeah, that is exactly what it sounds like. It sucks bad. I'm not even, I'm being, I'm, I was, I went into watching it the second time going, okay, maybe this isn't as bad. And I, I got to that moment and I was like, fuck. That's one thing that did upset me was just the poor quality of the, of the music the is music. horrible. The music and is- I knew that John Williams wasn't going to be here and I had prepared myself for that, but I didn't realize that they had like ousted the dude like right before and had only given this new guy like three weeks. That's not fair. Nobody can do that good of a job. Not for a movie like that. You need a long time to really do your research and prepare. I have drank a lot of beers. Mm, I can tell. But yeah, and to like really score it. Cause even like the little pieces of like newer music in, um, Force Awakens, like uh, Ray's theme, it's beautiful and it's no. This music is fucking garbage. It sounded like shitty Star Trek, the TV, like uh, the what was that last Star no, it Trek? Sounded show? Like, it sounded like music that Enterprise? was created for a TV show. Yeah, it sounded. Like it really did. Music. It sounded like music created for a TV it was, show. It was bad, and if you it listen to sad. it again, you will agree because it is fucking bad. Yeah, it it's made me really sad. I okay, would have been better. Real quick, uh, Happy New Year, Jay. Um, oh, yeah. Happy New Year, Jay. Uh, okay, so Happy the New music, Year, yeah. Music, not so good. The score on the, I'm sorry, the um, the uh, the sound effects, on the other hand, I loved. The sounds of being on, on uh, the Death Star, the sounds of the Rebel mm, base. The TIE Fighters. Those were well, all yeah, great. Yeah, that's great because... <sighs> Like, I'm just saying the sound design was the sound design was fine, but the music, yeah, the music fell fell down. I got all the satisfying Star Wars sounds that I like. Well, since we're talking about sound, maybe we should talk about Darth Vader. Mm. All right, uh, so let's get let's get jump to Vader. Okay. Well, since you bring it up, <laughs> okay. Since I brought it up, <laughs> people have brought up the fact. Why did he build an, essentially a castle on the planet where he got fucked up? And He's Darth Vader. That's actually from that's from the books, right? That's yeah, man, there is an actual backstory to that. That's what I've been told. Was it was one? It's one of those pieces of um, <laughs> because let me tell you something. We got done watching this movie, and we were standing outside in the mall, 
And I was bitching about this. I was saying, well, that's kind of stupid. Like, that's kind of cheesy. Like, oh, Darth Vader has to have this super evil castle in the lava planet. And man, I was like, you know, that's from the fucking books. And I was like, oh, never mind. Parker did, the, okay. Parker did the same thing to me, and I was like, oh, okay, drama queen, we get it. And then Parker was like, uh... Nerd. Hey. Yeah. Like, you do know that okay, that's... Okay, so... So we get two... We get we got basically two big scenes with Vader. And the first one is... Um, Jay, feel, the, uh, feel free to jump in at any time. Dude. Um... What's his name? Oh, I, I forgot it. Uh, uh, Krennic. We get Krennic yeah. uh, being summoned to Vader. Now, man, I, I've heard a lot of people. Some of the uh, um, uh, 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 griping I've heard about the movie. Why was Darth Vader involved in essentially an an HR problem? <laughs> What? And they're like, he had a problem. He built the Death Star, and someone else took it over, and now he's whining, and he's going to complain to the Emperor. And then it was pointed out, well, no, he didn't go. He was summoned. Let's change things. Because because the way originally I thought it was, it was like, okay, well, of course he's not going to be able to get to the Emperor. There's no way he's going to be able to go and complain to the Emperor. So who can he complain to that he can get to? You know, who's the next step down? And that would be Vader. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. He was summoned there. Yeah, I, I guess. Okay, it, it does change that. It does change that. Yeah, and maybe where you're thinking, oh, well, it was more of an HR thing. But then I think about it, hmm, let me see. You just built the super weapon for the Emperor. He's probably going to put his top man on it to make sure that shit's not getting fucked up. Yeah, girl. It's interesting. Um, if, if Vader, you're saying Vader summoned Krennic. Yeah, he did summon. So that Krennic. makes more sense well, my, because I was like, the movie I was like, the second time he was summoned. I was like, man, he had to get all dressed up and shit and get out of his water he tank. Basi- exactly. He basically told you know he was basically told I'm here, and then you know when he shows up on the planet, that's why he's like that. You know everything is fine with the you know with the emperor's new weapon. I you want to fuck up. I really would have liked to seen those scenes that are in the trailer. I really would have liked to see. Oh, uh, we're gonna get to that. Um, yeah, like half the movie is missing. Yeah. So <laughs> from the trailer. Absolutely, you're right. You're absolutely right. We're going to get to it. Whenever okay. Eugene feels like it's appropriate. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, just, I want to do this first part with Vader. Okay, so Vader comes out. He has his little thing. Um, definitely did not look. It, Vader looked a little odd. Yeah, he did. He looked He looked weird, right? He looked <laughs> weird. But I didn't care. And, and you know why he looked weird? Because they went back to the suit from the original A New Hope. Oh, that is why. Well, that's part of it. But I have to I would have to see some pictures and do some comparison because something doesn't line up right. Like I, I think that to me it's the neck piece. Yeah. But yeah, going yeah. back and watching A New Hope, the neck piece is definitely wider. And, and that's how that's what I, I that's what I picked up on this one too was the neck looks wider, and it's 
Um, but what did you think about the about the the choke? Loved it. it what I didn't okay. And Krennic loved it too. Let me just say this. I thought the pun was a little much. I will agree the pun was a little much. I don't think Darth Vader talks like that. It didn't seem like something Darth Vader would ever say. Like it was like <laughs> Yeah, it didn't sound like Darth Vader. At first, wow. at first, I thought the same thing. But then, if you think about no, number one, the, the choke had to be there. That because that's his thing. You know, he choked his wife in episode three. He choked people in episode four, episode five, and episode six. So if he didn't choke someone, granted, he did choke some people later on. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, the pun, yeah, but I mean, if you, if you think back to um, um, Empire. He freaking choked out several dudes. It was like apology accepted. He, in don't okay. Finish, uh, but uh, uh, Empire. He was smooth as fucking silk. Okay, uh, Darth Vader was a fucking gangster in an Empire. Let's just be straight up. Uh, he choked the dude without even moving. He's sitting in his fucking chair and choked the dude. He didn't have to do his little little. Uh, crip sign to to <laughs> to choke crip somebody. <laughs> gang symbols. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, With side, break your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little. It was. It, it was, was just too, a little much. I will give. Yeah, I have to say that it was a little much. But I can live with it. I can live with it. It's fine. All right, All right, so before we move, before we move on, since it's been brought up about the trailer, um a lot of speculation about this but yeah there's a lot of stuff in the trailer that did not show up in the movie and it's not it's just it's flat out not there the biggest one for me was um into the movie when she's on the scaffolding trying to go out to reset the um the 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 tie in the in the trailer the tie fighter shows up yeah not there not there at all in the movie i don't even that was, know how that was the big thing yeah, I don't even know yeah. what the what the reasoning or explanation for that is. I don't know. I don't know how you um, make sense of that. The it doesn't a course, tie fighter doesn't even fly that way. Yeah, <laughs> you that's, know, like my god, like it's just if they hover like when they're just about to take off, but then then again, it's like why was it not in full motion? I, see, I don't, I don't know. And I, my understanding is, is you know, the, the hypothesis is, you know, this movie was supposed to end a lot differently because there are scenes of them, of all of our heroes running out onto the sand. Right, and Krennic's going across the water with his fucking shit in the water. I mean, come on, that's one of the scenes that sold us on Krennic. The shit where his his cape or whatever it is is like dragging in the fucking sand behind him. He looks like a fucking badass. Like they really t- toned his character down. They really did. It was very disappointing. Yeah. No, it was. I'm glad. Thank you, Jay, for voicing that. Krennic was very disappointing. He was built up to be this like different kind of villain. You know, something, yeah. something that was different and unique and interesting. And he was none of that. And I was so upset about that. I was like, really? Ugh. Anyway. 
The fucking trailer, man. <laughs> the fucking trailer. Every dude, how much of the trailer is actually in the movie? Because it's actually easier to pick out all the scenes that aren't in the movie. Because almost none of that shit is in there. Not just the TIE fighter scene, all this other stuff that we're talking about. And your explanation of why you're okay with it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. You, you, you've said that you're cool with it because you would rather not know what's in the movie. And you're cool with being shown a bunch of shit that's not in the movie. And I'm like, wow. Like, imagine if every entertainment product did that. You know, like, oh, man, that's a badass looking scene for the new Castlevania. But that's not in the fucking Castlevania game. Oh, okay, well, whatever. Oh, that that's a badass uh, fucking, uh, you know, scene that's in that new TV show. I really, oh, it's not, none of that's in the TV show. But we're, we're okay with it with Star Wars for some reason. I'm okay with it. Now, here's my explanation. I'm okay with it because it sold me on the idea and the feeling of the movie. I, Hold on. What, but none of that's in the movie. Sorry. Critic no, is in the movie. The, not, the emotions that you attach to that scene where he's walking through was never, that was nothing. The feelings they created by showing the scenes were good. I yes. still thought that the movie overall, like the trailer and the movie still both overall had the same like, I don't know, I hate to use this word because you've already said it like 16 times, but feeling like throughout the trailer in the movie. Because when we, Eugene and I were talking about like how the trailer was so different from the movie and a lot of that stuff wasn't in there, it just reminded me of when Suicide Squad was coming out. Yeah. And well, we got those first couple of trailers and I was shown this wonderful, dark, totally amazing fair. movie. Totally and then what I went and saw felt completely different. Were all the scenes in the tra- in the trailer for Suicide know. Squad in the movie? Were. No, there no, no, like two no. There's a bunch, there. dude. There's a special edition of Suicide, Su- I can't Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad that I'm, I'm apparently drunk. I'm still not going to be happy with. So. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Yeah. But the special edition of that movie is very different. Okay, there's a lot of different shit. I am hopeful, naively maybe hopeful that we're going to get a special edition of this because that movie, that movie they showed in the trailer looks way better. (laughs) The movie does look pretty badass in the trailer. That is That's that's the movie that I thought was going to be my favorite Star Wars movie of all the stuff. But like I said, the feeling wasn't as different. Like with Suicide Squad, it was like these were two totally different movies, like in general. Like they weren't the same thing at all. You're right. No. But with this, at least it was like, okay, that's not in there. That's not in there. I can live with that. But at least it still feels like the same movie. The Suicide Squad thing is ridiculous. That and was fucking insane. I will I, never get over that. I agree with you. The, the, they changed the entire dynamic to the point to where Jared Leto was so fucking pissed. He made a big deal. But anyway, we're kind of getting off the subject because, yes, that movie suffered the same fucking thing, but in a yes. different way. Yes. Uh, whatever happened at Disney with the reshoots, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't understand. I don't know how. See, here's my thing. Let me just say this. How do you, because the trailers all came out way after those reshoots were already. In the can. Yeah. So I don't understand why 
you put out trailers that have all this shit that's not in your movie unless you Oh, okay. Sorry. Unless you specifically pick out you 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 specifically find and pick out the scenes that you think will sell the movie the most regardless of whether or not they're in the movie. I find that Welcome very to, condescending. Welcome to Disney. I think of course they did that. Of, of course, course they did. You're absolutely right, and it's fucking bullshit. And we well, all I'm just sit here. That up with Mickey Mouse because he is not fun to go up against. We all so just throw down with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> we all just sit here and we make excuses because it's Star Wars, and we go, "Well, but I love Star Wars." Oh no, I'm not making an excuse. I agree with you. That's a ridiculous ploy, and I hate when people do that. They, well, like I said, I, I was appreciative of the fact that I still felt like we got a movie that had the same overall tone. As well, I don't, I don't to, know what that means because <laughs> half the shit's not even possible in the movie. You know, that right. fucking TIE fighter thing is ridiculous. That shit, like the TIE fighter, oh, fucking TIE fighter. That fucking <laughs> shit, there's no way that's even in the, it could even happen. It couldn't even fucking happen the i shit, know cyrus the shit where they're oh she's running and she's got the hard drive with the dead nope it's Im- no, fucking possible right. couldn't even fucking happen it's not even possible like and yet it's in the trailer oh here's darth vader on the death star krennic goes oh the power is immeasurable none of that fucking shit's in the movie but don't worry we're cool with it because it fits the same feeling yeah whatever I understand. And like I said, we're just going to differ on this one. How do we differ? How do you? How are you okay with it? How? Because like I said, like I said, it's still the same tone of the movie. Plus the fact I'm not sitting there looking at my, well, say looking at my watch. I'm not really looking at my watch, but looking at my watch going, all right, well, let's see. This scene hasn't shown up that was in the trailer. Guess I know what's about to happen now because I can't tell you how many fucking times that's happened to a movie. And I hate that. I hate when they use part of stuff from the third act of a movie in the goddamn trailer and you're sitting there the entire time going, oh, well, obviously Tony Stark's about to show up and do this line because it hasn't shown up. In the oh, there it is. Well, I already knew that, you know, I called agree. that shot because that was coming. It's an awesome. I hate you know, that you shit. Know, you know what I That's hate? That's why I was fine with this. You, you, know what I, you know what I hate? I hate getting what? to the I, get, I hate getting to the end of a movie going, and not saying hey. shit you were expecting. Right, and saying, hey, this movie's not over yet because I still haven't seen this scene and 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 this scene. So you and I are different on that. Okay, I got it. Oh, the movie's not over. Don't worry, guys, because we still haven't seen 15 fucking scenes that were in the trailer. Oh, they're not. Oh, it's not in the movie. Movie's over. False advertising. I take your point. It is false advertising. Thank you. You are not wrong, Cyrus. You are not wrong. I know I'm not wrong, and I don't understand the apologist <laughs> bullshit that goes on because hey, it's I'm fucking Star Wars. I'm not apologizing no, for it. I, I just told you that's what I'm ridiculous fine with. It. Ploy. it you, just didn't bother me as much. You are a Star Wars fan, and you are entitled to be a Star Wars fan, but you are making <laughs> excuses for shit that has no fucking excuse. I don't know. I just know a lot of movies do this, and it just like it's that's horseshit. That is not an excuse. It just, didn't. I know it's not. I'm not using it as one. It just didn't bug me. I How think that your feelings. I think that your feelings are totally valid. It just Thank didn't you. bother me that way. You know what? You know what? Your feelings are totally valid too. No, I, I agree. Not you. Shut up. I'm talking to her. <laughs> not Eugene. Eugene is wrong. <laughs> Eugene doesn't matter. <laughs> Eugene, 
All right. Eugene, so, so moving you, on, we're obviously on different sides of the coin on this one. Obviously, no, you're yeah. on different sides of the um, country. Yeah, no joke. Okay, so anyway, we get back. Um, I like the fact that the the rebel was not, the uh, rebellion was not unified. Um, I've also heard some people, you know, talk shit about that. They're like, oh, well, you know, that. a bunch of them sound like they're a bunch of pussies. They're all like, oh, well, they built an ultimate weapon. We might as well surrender. Yes. If someone built a weapon that could blow up an entire goddamn planet, there are that no people who are going to go. I got, I got to be right maybe, back. Sorry. I'll be right back. Maybe the Empire is not so bad after all. Um, I, was, I felt like that was realistic. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I liked that. Um, and I like the fact that, you know, uh, I mean, we got the name why it's Rogue One. It was yeah. their call sign because they were basically going rogue. Um, I thought the entire, the, the entire scene of, uh, uh, their plan on trying to, how, how to get the information, you know, from about the Death Star out of this, you know, central location. I thought all that was fine. I thought all that really went really well. Um, I'm trying to stall right now because I, I really want to get Sai's uh, opinion about it. But oh uh, uh, yeah, so you know, we show up. I'll, I also like the idea of this of this planet, um, plant. You know, this entire planet encased in this in this uh, uh, force field, yeah. and you know, just having one one central location to to keep people from going in and out. Sorry, of, so. Can I make a Can I make a so comment? What did I, when what they did yeah. the whole thing about like. You know, oh well, like what's your call number or whatever, and he has to say Rogue One. It felt a lot like when you watch Doctor Who. Oh. When you say Doctor Who, you know what I mean. I didn't mind the Rogue One. Thing. It just made me chuckle because I was like, "Ha ha ha!" He said it. Get what do you it? think, Jay? Did that bother you? <laughs> what the? When they said, you know, Rogue Rogue One, you know, like, out why it was Rogue One. They said the no, name of the movie, you know, not it. It didn't bother me too much, you know, but get it in there. I mean, that, that is one scene that uh, actually showed in the trailer that I'd already saw that he didn't omit, so. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, so I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> bravo to Disney for not editing out a fucking scene. Well, they had to keep that in. That was the aha moment. That's true. That's true. So you have to get that that plug, that name in there. Did that? Yeah. Hey, Eugene, did it bother you that that scene was actually in the movie? No, I was expecting you're, it. You're sitting there, oh, well, check that one off. Yep, I sure did. Checked it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were saying, Cy, um, the fact that uh, the rebellion was not just, was not all on board like they were uh, fighting amongst themselves. Very much. I, I really, I, there's a lot in this movie that I like, okay? And the plot doesn't necessarily make 100% sense, but uh, the whole dynamic where the rebellion isn't this unified, like, I really like the complexity. I like when they dirty it up, you know? Yeah, me too. I, I like that very, very much. I like how much this movie adds to the concept of what the rebellion is, and like you were talking about where he he shoots that guy in the beginning, and he's kind of conflicted with his whole mission and they're conflicted about what his mission is needs to be. And then when it's like, they're all talking, they're conflicted about what their mission is as a collective. And, you know, uh, there's all this frustration and I thought that was great. I was like, okay, now that's what more of what I want. I want to watch it. It felt like something that would actually happen. That's what I really wanted from this movie. 
I wanted this to be a, a war story that was messy and was dark and different. And this movie wasn't dark. It was a little, it was a little bit messy, but not necessarily always messy in a good way. But in this particular instance of what you're talking about, I agree. That was good. And it contributed something very positive to the overall Star Wars universe. You know, it turned what I don't like, uh, you know, a lot of times, especially with the first three movies that we've seen, um, there's, it's basically good guys and bad guys, right? And, uh, the prequels, good guys and bad guys, but you're kind of, you kind of see a little bit of duality because of what happens with Anakin. So you see that. Mm-hmm. This movie did a really good job of kind of bridging that, of saying, hey, there's a lot of duality. You know, it's not as clean cut as, white hats and black hats, you know? Right. And and I like that. There was a lot to like in the movie. That's why I said I really would like to see this other edit. I really, really would like to see it. Me too. I think Disney fucked up because I think the first edit of this movie with the real music and with the real edits was a lot better. I don't, I don't understand what the deal was. You never know. I think it was too dark for them. And they said that it's not going to sell enough tickets to little kids. Probably. I think that's exactly what. That's happened. 100% possible. They almost cut out, like, the most important musical yeah, member. I, I, I made for that it wasn't going to be dark enough, to be honest with you. Because if we had got the scenes where they were running on the beach and maybe actually escaped, not jumping a far, too far ahead here, but... I would have I would have enjoyed that less if if we okay so let's just keep going because we're gonna get there anyway. Um, well, there's no saying that, there's nobody saying they escaped. You so, know, we're not we don't know what would happen. No, I agree. No one said they escaped, but we at least saw them running out of the base with well, with yeah, and plans. They, we saw funny, them running out on the beach. Right, and what's funny is the movie ends. I think the same way it would have ended with the other one. Yep, because they end up on the beach, right? Yeah, they might have. They might have. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it would have been less dark. So we get there. We we had this huge battle on the beach. Which, by the way, I love the fact we actually got to see. Um, I mean, when I know we got to see ATATs on, uh, you know, on Indoor. Oh, I love ATATs. But seeing them on the beach, I so thought was cool. phenomenal. So the, cool. The battle scenes were awesome. I I'm not disagreeing. The guerrilla warfare mixed with the uh, starfighter warfare was legit. I was jumping up and down on my seat. I was driving yeah. the guy next to me crazy. It was legit. The, I was so excited. When all the fucking big-ass Karelian cruisers, like, uh, fucking warped in and, like, all they're, like, right there now. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, like, I honestly, I think I said, I think I said out loud in the theater, oh, shit, they brought the whole fleet. Like, I thought for yeah. sure it was just going to be, all right, let's send a couple of X-Wings and see what we can do. But when they showed up in, in force, I was like, oh, damn, this was, is going to be awesome. It was good. That was, that was good. so good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now I don't watch I don't watch the 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 cartoon, but I know there there was a lot of references. They called out one of the commanders on the you know when they were on the base, um, yeah. the little droid that's really big in the cartoon. He was seen for just like half a second or so. Apparently, um, the, the ship from the the ship apparently made just uh, like it was down in the bottom left hand corner or something. You had to really look for it to see it, but it was there. Uh, but uh, one of the ships that's really big in the cartoon series, the um, uh, Carillion. 
opposite. Corvette, the Carillion Corvette. Uh, I'm sorry, the Hammerhead Corvette. Um, that's apparently a big ship in that Star Wars universe. So, like, apparently everyone who was, like, really big into it, when they called it up specifically to do the job, everyone was like, oh, shit, you know, it's there. Um, which, by the way, I thought was an awesome plan. And to see it, you know, I knew exactly what they were going to do with it when they disabled that ship. I thought, oh, shit, they're going to run it into the gate. But I didn't realize they were going to, like, chop another fucking, you know, uh, uh, Star Destroyer in half to do it, which I thought yeah, was even better. that was really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they get there. They they get to the plans. Um, what did you think about the about the Death Star uh, firing as much as it did? Uh, in the way that it did. I will say this. I will say I this. I will say this. We're gonna get back to a comparison okay, between this and Episode Seven. Um, okay. The destruction that was shown in this movie was much more necessary than that bullshit we saw in episode seven with that thing they did, the star killer base or whatever. Right. That didn't even make sense to me. That was like, well, we're just going to have another fucking giant death star. You know, that really was like, and they blow up the planets and it just seemed, it didn't fit to me. It seemed weird. Now maybe they'll clarify that in episode eight. I don't know. But the stuff that happened with the Death Star in this movie made sense. It like they didn't use the Death Star for no reason, and they didn't use the full power of the Death Star. They were testing it. Of course, they're gonna exactly. That's what I thought. They're gonna test it, and they hadn't done a full test until New Hope when they blow up Alderaan. So that was their full test. So it made sense. It actually fit into the escalation of testing. Like, I felt like that was fine. I thought it was really cool looking too, by the way. Oh yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was like a slow motion. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was awesome. When they had the Death Star, like, as an eclipse over the sun and. Oh, that was was really cool looking. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, again, I gotta reiterate anybody that's listening to this that thinks that I just hated this movie, you're wrong. I did not hate. You know, there is as much shit that I liked as as I didn't like in this movie. Um, so we, you know, we we already mentioned everyone dies. Now, the way that they die, the first one was, um, I guess I don't remember the exact order. I guess it was um, the robot dies first. Body, yeah. Okay, it was the, it was it was K it was K two that died first. Yeah, that that hit the feels like. Yeah, that was rough. Number one, he went out in a badass way. It told you what was about to happen. Yes, you knew it was going to happen. It was just like, okay, he's obviously not going to make it. Make it, but he's not going to make it. They're going to sacrifice him. Okay, I got it. Sucks that we're going to lose him because he's an awesome character. Yeah, and he went out like. And then I think he went out like a fucking badass hero. You know. Yeah, and then we lost. Um, which we hadn't mentioned before, um, body, the, the, the pilot, he was doing his thing, which was kind of cool. I didn't even really care about the pilot. I really, I'll be honest with you. No. He was kind of a throwaway. I really didn't, I really didn't like him that much. I thought he was all right. Um, I didn't really get it. And then we lose, yeah. and then we lose, uh, uh, Donnie Yen's character. And that was badass the way that he went. I love the fact that, 
but he was definitely force sensitive. Like, cause you know, you weren't sure, but that he had those, he had those moments. Like when he said, you know, did he have the face of a killer? And you know, he's like, no, he, he doesn't. And you know, cause he was like, well, I can obviously, I can feel that he's about to kill someone. You know, that was a big scene. He was a good character. He was a really good character. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was a great character. I love the idea of these of these Jedi, or not Jedi, but these Force monks. That were not, they weren't Jedi's, but they were definitely in tune to the Force. I really, really hate that we're not going to get any more movies with him and his buddy. Uh, in fact, I will say this: uh, I really would have liked to have seen like a trilogy with these characters. Absolutely, I, I really would have liked that. Uh. Yeah. Donnie Yen's character is probably my favorite right behind the robots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was he was great. Yeah. He was great. Kind of backstory just on the droid. How about that? Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> like, how much more could we have expanded on that? I mean, come on. And Donnie, I mean, there's so much meat to the you know story with all these They're characters. Really well written characters. They did but a really I, good job on that. I think that's one of the things that I like about the movie that I admire that they were willing to invest so much in the characters and then let them go. You Absolutely. Know? And that's a lot. That's a lot for Disney because if they see characters that they think people are going to like, they don't like to let them go because they want to use them forever and ever. Oh yeah. So that's I appreciated that. They're all about that bottom line when it comes down to it. But I think they did a good job of really letting the star Wars people handle this. I love the fact that I, I agree. I, I honestly, I'm, I understand what y'all were saying. I I would like to see more about these characters. We're willing to uh, kill them all. Um, because I really think that would have kind of been a cop out. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. What the fuck was up with that crystal that she wore around her neck? I don't that know. Was, uh, that was a Kyger crystal. Oh, Why? what was oh, the point? Right. Because what was the point of all that? The crystals are what. Powered the Jedi's lightsabers. It was the power source of the Death Star. That's what he was using to create, you know, the the Death Star laser. Did she have that when she was a kid? Yeah. Yeah, Her mom gave it to her. Her mom gave it to her. And it seemed like it was going to have this deep significance. Yeah. It was another disappointment. Yeah, that felt a little weird because it felt like at some point that was going to become like a big deal and that just didn't. Well, I, you know what? We haven't mentioned Felicity Jones and her character. Did y'all like? Did y'all like Jen or so? I liked her. Yeah, I thought I she liked did a good job. A lot. I I've seen a lot of people who have expressed some some concern about how her motivations don't make any sense and how we really. It seems like there were some major changes as far as what went on, you know, between the trailer and the movie itself, as far as what her motivations actually were. I'm not going to speculate on that. I don't know what the original script was, but um, did I have any problems with her? No, I didn't. I liked any, her. I didn't have any problems with her. In fact, I liked her more than I liked Ray. Really? And I, my problem with Ray is that Ray's, we don't know enough about Ray. We'll know. We'll know soon. I, yeah, I need more information because what I've seen okay. doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I love Ray, and that makes me excited to learn more about her. Yeah, I think it, I'm just gonna fall more in love with her. What we got was the full picture of what we were gonna get with mm-hmm. the with Jen. 
So See, that's got- the thing. You got to know, you knew everything about her. You knew her background. You knew her connection to the story. You knew all of it, just going into it. Yeah. So it made a little bit more sense. You don't know yeah. that about Ray yet. Right. And I sympathized. She was abandoned and, yeah. you know, so I liked her. I liked Jen. I don't, I don't have any problems with Jen. Uh, I know that there are people that don't necessarily understand all of her motivations and everything, but you know how like one minute she's like, you know, one way. And then the next minute she's another way as far as the rebellion and all that, you know, but I didn't really have a problem with it. They got to move the story along. I'm fine. Well, I mean, at some point when everybody is gone, what else are you going to do? Yeah, I get it. It's fine. Her dad died. She, her motivations are going to change. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm cool. I'm, I think, and see, I felt that was that was she was not into the rebellion because you know she felt Saw basically used her or you know just let her go. And of course, he was trying to explain that you know he was doing the best thing for her. And then she sees the video of her dad basically saying, you know, I did what I did, you know, to protect you in the in the universe. I need you to. Yeah, and by the way, Matt you know, Mickelson, to do Matt Mickelson, God, what a good actor. What a he did a good job. No, he did a great job. He's a world-class fucking actor. Like, I am so glad he's been in all these shows and, and movies and video games now. He's going to be in the new Hideo Kojima game, Death Stranding. I don't know if you've seen anything about it. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. fucking great. I, I, don't know, I don't know what it is about him, but he's so fascinating. I just love watching him act. Well, hey, uh, Lainey, you, you know, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, God. You, you know. <laughs> anyway, so all of our, char- all of our main characters die, including, and, you know, including our main bad guy. Everybody fucking dies. All of them. Dies. Yeah, everyone dies. Almost. Even, and even Critic dies. Yes. And by the way, they, and then, they did it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep jumping in. No, no, go ahead. They did an explanation. There's a scene in A New Hope. Where, uh, you know, they're all around the big round table, all the different, uh, leaders, like the different, the high, uh, people in the empire and Darth Vader walks in with Mothma and there's an empty chair <laughs> and that, that's Krennic's chair. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. They They did some really cool stuff. That's why I'm saying I don't back, hate them. I don't hate back the movie. movie. Opening uh, crawl for the movie. God, this movie fits right in. It changes so much. You know? Yeah, it, especially especially if you watch the end of this movie and then watch the beginning of the next one. Yeah, it, change, it changes so much. I remember watching a New Hope, going, "Why are they attacking the ship? And what the hell? Like, like." I couldn't understand exactly what happened before this, you know? Like, how long... I appreciated that. It does... Like, they did such... It's so, like, pleasing that it just fits right in, like, a little puzzle piece. It really is important. It It really is. I love it. I think if you have kids, this is the missing piece that attaches these movies together. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I agree. It's required viewing. It's not necessarily the best Star Wars movie, but it's... It does have enough in it and enough that's necessary. So, so I wish it just could be a Star Wars and explain what happened to Jar Jar. 
Shut up with Jar Jar. <laughs> well, Jar Jar, that piece of shit. It's an enigma. He fucked everything up in Wrapped episode two, right? I think he went on David Carradine with his uh, tongues. Oh my god, Jar Jar. <laughs> three, three is when he. Uh, three is when the Emperor convinces him to. Was uh, it three? Uh, yeah, that's when he gives him unlimited. What a power, jackass! He should have assassinated Jar Jar right after he did that. Why did they? Why didn't they? I don't understand. I don't know. Whatever. Why well, he was in? He was a puppet. What a dumbass. He did exactly what he needed to do. He needed him to step up and... I mean, was that the second? Was that the second? I thought it was the third. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? It's um. So, you know, we lose all of our main characters. Um, And, you know, they're like, should we, you know, fire on the Rebel, the rebel fleet? And Tarkin, once again, we see Tarkin again. No, Vader will take care of it. And then we see uh-huh. just... The payoff. Now, you could talk about fan service and how maybe Ooh, sometimes it's too buddy. much. Oh my God. Whenever, <laughs> when his Star Destroyer like freaking just pulls out of, of, you know, uh, uh, um, hyperspeed and like literally the fucking, you know, rebellion ships are crashing into it. And then that scene is just perfect with all those troops and it's just completely black and you just hear one dark breath and then the lightsaber ignites and you're just like, oh shit. God, that it's was about to hit the fan. so good. You know, I I talked about this on another podcast, uh, the post-game report. We had a whole show that we did where we talked about Star Wars and everybody agreed that this mo- this is the moment that this movie became a horror film. It, it became... It became uh, Star Wars versus Jason. And <laughs> kind of. Darth Vader was fucking Jason Voorhees. It was fucking epic. Like, yes, it it, was. there's nobody, I don't give a shit who you are, that can, there's nobody that can criticize the last five minutes of that movie. Uh-uh. Well, there's one part. Well, there's one part. Shut up. Right. <laughs> But the, the, scene, the last scene, the scene with Darth Vader is immaculate. Oh, yes. I've, I've, heard some people, so I've, I've heard some people even say, well, then if he was so great, why did he like fucking let the ship get away? I'm like, and I, I think the explanation, of course, you know, you're talking about being a Star Wars fanboy and wanting to try to explain stuff away, but he wasn't worried about it. Like, he's just like, well, I'm about to, I'm toying. He was fucking toying with those. Uh, 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 rebels. Like he was, that, that was nothing to him. He was having fun fucking killing those rebels. Hell yeah. He wasn't worried about him getting away. That was a fluke. And then he's like, all right, well, let's go chase him down. Take it, you know, finish business. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not ready to sit here and go through all the, I mean, who knows? I'm not going to sit here and. Deb- yeah. <laughs> but no, that last thing was just awesome. And then we get to the absolute final thing and. Where where we differ on Tarkin, where I I think Tarkin worked for the most part. I think they could have done him better, but I think Tarkin worked for the most part. I really was hoping that they were just going to like, you know, I don't I don't know I don't know what I wanted. I I, I think I really just wanted them to maybe hand Leia the 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 chip, and we see her hand, we see the back of her head, we see something. We just don't see her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind that either. Yeah. You didn't mind? <laughs> I really did it. That you are. That you was. Mind that was. 
You are even though Tarkin was less uncanny valley for me the second time I watched it, she was still just really uncanny you know valley. What, for you me. know what I like about Lainey? What? Lainey, yeah. Lainey lets it she rolls. She's like, you know what? I love Star Wars. I got to see Leia. I'm always down to Exactly. See Leia. You know what, Lainey? And that's fine. And I'm not gonna sit here and criticize you for And I felt opinion. and I I will say this too, because like, okay. With Leia, like it's so brief. Like her, the camera on her face is so brief that it really did not really bug me one way or the other because we didn't have to keep coming back to it. I didn't, I, my brain really didn't even have time to sit there and like pick it apart. I want, it just happens and then it's gone. Do me a favor. The next time, yeah. the next time you see Parker, I want, uh-huh. I want you to tell him. Oh God. I want you to tell him exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, and I want you to tell Parker that if he doesn't agree with it, he needs to talk to me about it because okay, because because you are you are absolutely you're absolutely entitled to that opinion. Because well, it just wasn't as distracting. I as, felt like as the other one. Well, also I want to say, since we've lost Carrie Fisher now, oh God, I'm fine. They have to do what they have to do. You know I feel I mean? like. Okay, can I share something? And I, because I feel like I jinxed it. Because no, when that happened, no, I saw it. it. I saw it Christmas Day, and when it happened, she was still in the hospital. And I just remember this little voice in the back of my head thinking, like, if she goes, this is going to be like a much bigger deal than it than it is right now. Yeah. And I feel like I jinxed it. Like I really do. And then the next day, she was gone. You know what, Lainey? We all love her. I love and, her and so we appre- much. Yeah, we appreciate, because of the con- contribution she's given to us, we appreciate that. So In a I, way, just, I liked it. It was, it was nice it was sad. to have it there for me. It, it made me feel very, very sad, but very hopeful. Yeah, so, time, you, so. Eugene, I, I take back my, my objection to Leia. I'm fine with Leia. Like, was it ridiculous? Absolutely. Can you totally tell that she's CGI? Absolutely. But yeah, like but I'm a, it's just, I, it's I, so brief. I'm fine with it now because we don't didn't... have her anymore. This is all we can get. I know. And okay, so since, since we brought her up, speculate here. How do you feel your reaction is going to be next December? Oh my God. Oh God. Oh I can't even think too hard about it. The entire year before we see her. Oh my! I don't God. even like. I can't even think about it. I don't I know. How I'm my, let me just say this. Yes, I give Rudy a hard time, and I was like, "That's just fun to do." I was like, as soon as it happened, I posted something to Rudy. I was like, "Hey, don't worry. They finished her scenes." You know, <laughs> then I know he really cares about the movie, and I was being kind of a dick about it. But oh, I didn't care. Well, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is, uh, we all love Carrie Fisher, you know, and mm-hmm. she and and her mom, and that that's unbelievable. Oh, that they, God. Um, oh yeah, it's so horrible. Um, and I have so much sympathy for Carrie Fisher's daughter, you know, and what she's going to be going through. Poor and, Billy Lord, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, I I don't know. Um, so yes. When we see episode eight, there's going to be, you know how like the dark Knight had like 
Yes, it was a fantastic movie. Nobody's saying it wasn't. And yes, Heath Ledger was a but great But did people joke. react differently because of right. the fact that it was postmortem? Absolutely. Absolutely. Episode 8 is going to be special for us. It's going to be very special. It's going to be special in a way we've never had. And I'm gonna. we're all going to be crying our fucking eyes out. And you Absolutely. Know, even you, Jay. Even you, especially. Oh, you. it'll. she'll pop up on the screen. I'm very Jay will be bawling like a little bitch and we will be consoling him. And you know what? It's fine because Carrie Fisher, yes, she was not perfect. You no, know? but she, she was beautiful in all of that imperfection. She and was she hilarious. Did a, she did great. A lot for people with mental illness and people she, going through addiction, like exactly. she was a huge yep. voice and I appreciate her for that. Absolutely. And she was humble. And she was always self-deprecating, and she was always realistic, and she was so fucking smart. God, just so she was. a perfect cinnamon roll of a human being. Just, uh Absolutely. And that's why Mark Hamill was so devastated. Because, I know. He broke my heart. He was uh, so upset. I mean, you know, he loved, like, loved her. Like, mm-hmm. like That was his best girl, and I love that. I mean, there was a time where he really wanted a relationship. Like, he wanted... You know, and it didn't really work out. So their connection's been around forever. But anyway, this is all this is all of our connection. We're all connected in this way. So yeah, episode eight's gonna be fucking emotional. It's gonna be shit. a lot. Yes. If you don't cry at episode eight, you're a fucking asshole. You are absolutely dead inside. I just thought I'd throw that out. Because I'm, I'm like, let me, let me ask you this: Are they going to change the story? Like, are they going to have to do something different? No, because she already filmed all of her scenes and everything. I don't think I know, but she already filmed all of her scenes. But the question is: Is from that point, do we just write her off into the sunset? And she she does she does her bit for King and Country in the next movie, whatever that might be, and then we just don't see her anymore. Do or, and we don't speak of her anymore. The other day, though. Or they're, they're gonna have to. We get into death. They're gonna have to give her some kind of a send off. Okay? They are. There's gonna have to be something that happens in that movie that really kills all of us inside. Like that actually takes a stake and just like stabs us in the heart. You know. There's gonna have to be some bullshit. Like remember, like uh, I'm gonna feel that so much worse than I felt Han Solo. Do you remember when that dude died? Uh, when they for the uh, Fast and the Furious, uh, Paul Walker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they went back and they changed the movie and they added those scenes where they replaced his face and did all that stuff just to like add complete closure to the character. They're gonna do something. I'm telling you, and it's gonna kill us. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be episode eight's gonna be the best movie. It's gonna be the best Star Wars. Eugene and I were talking about it, and I and the fact that we think that I mean, for Kylo Ren's character too, the loss of both parents, that's going to be really. Yeah, you might be right. It might be what turns him back from the dark side. That's going to be really interesting because he can feel that force. Like, I, I just think it's going to be really if they if they use that, I think that they could really take that and and have a lot of really interesting motivation and like internal conflict for his character. Yeah. Episode so. 8 is going to be so good. I'm excited. Sure I'm really excited. I'm really sad, but I'm really excited. 
I just hope that the trailer is not too different from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we've been going on for quite a while, but that's pretty much our wrap up of uh, of Star Wars. Uh, let me go ahead and just end this real quick by asking. Um, after watching episode seven and after watching after watching this, um, are you still like how are you what is your feeling about the future of Star Wars? Are you still one hundred percent down? Do you have some reservations? Uh sorry. Thoughts. I don't know because I, I don't know how much of it's related to this movie either. Honestly, Carrie Fisher dying is a huge blow to Star Wars. Huge. Uh they've already killed Harrison Ford's character off. Okay, now we've literally lost her. Okay, so it's up to Mark Hamill, and then that's it. So uh, I don't know the longevity of Star Wars. I really don't know. And I don't know, and I really don't know, to be honest, how long it should go on. You know, how long should Star Wars go on? Because it shouldn't go on forever. No. I don't think so. It's I, not infinite, for sure. Right, it's right. not infinite. So I, I, I'm not saying that I feel like Star Wars is, uh, to get back to the movie that we're talking about, uh, I think Star Wars is helped by Rogue One. I don't think Rogue One is as good as it could have been. I think there's some problems with Rogue One. But I think Rogue One got the job done. From what it needed to do, I think it did do that. So it's fine. It fits into the continuum and it's okay. It didn't hurt Star Wars. No. Um, so as far as that goes, it Disney's taking care of the job. Okay. They've done two good Star Wars movies. They did one that wasn't as good as it could have been. And they did one that maybe pandered a little too much, but both of the, both of those probably are fine. So the next Star Wars is where we really find out. Episode 8 is really going to tell us everything we need to know. When are we getting that Han Solo movie? I don't even... I don't know. Do you really? Which, that was that was going to be my next question. So, I, I, think we're, I think we're still okay with the next, the, next, uh, the next one in the series and the idea of the other uh, anthology movies. I'm down for... This movie made me excited for more... I'll like tell you, little spinoffs like like this. I liked it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'll, excited I'll, for the bar is not too high because Rogue One didn't overdo it. It yeah. hit it right in the middle. So uh, the Han Solo thing could work if it's a lighthearted kind of thing or something. I don't know. Maybe there's some way they can make that into like more of a, like a comedy or something. I don't really know. Well, I mean, it's got Han and Lando. I think it'll be pretty fun. Yeah, well, see, it could yeah, be I'm fun. Hoping. I'm hoping we start getting the because you know how Marvel has done the. It, it's not just a superhero mo- movie anymore. They're now you know we we have the superhero you know uh, heist movie which was Ant Man. We have the superhero spy movie which was uh, Soldier. You know what I'm saying? We're getting different flavors of this. I'm really hoping we get more of that in in the Star Wars universe. I agree um, with that. I agree with that. Me too. Yeah, and 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 I keep and I keep bringing this up to Sai because he's brought it up to me as well. Um, you you really enjoyed this movie or or the previous one or, or whatever? You know, we're still going to be keep getting Star Wars for quite a while, so we're going to get a dud here. Oh yeah, 
So, or, or maybe not a dud, but we may get one that, you know, just doesn't really hit us like it hits everyone else. In this case, you know, like Rogue One kind of did for Psy. He still greatly enjoyed it. It's just old greatest movie, whatever. Which is fine, because all we have to do is wait one more year to get another Star Wars movie. And that makes me happy that, um, you know, if we do have a year, we do have a movie that comes out, you know, we can just like, well... You know, this isn't the last thing we're going to get. And, you know, kind of like we thought we were going to have with, with episode three. Um, Rudy, actually, Rudy said something that I, I completely agreed with. After watching the last five or six minutes of this movie, to see a, um, I'd like to see a, a Darth Vader movie. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know what Vader so. did between, thir- between three and four. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think so. I love Vader. I I don't think we need another Darth Vader movie because because we had three, dude. We had six. <laughs> well, okay, yes and no. I mean, honestly, this movie uh, filled the gap. We're fine. We're fine. Darth Vader needs to be. Uh, Maybe not necessarily one focusing just on him, but I would like to see him show up if if they're good. Now I don't want him to just shoehorn him shoot in to everything, but if it's near the same t- same time period where it would I, be right, I'd like to see Darth Vader show up in all of these movies they do that are like <laughs> the Han Solo movie and all the prequel. Well, not prequels, but well, yeah, prequels. The little. I, yeah, I think that's fine, but I don't think Darth Vader needs a movie. I think no. we're. I think that's fine. Uh, Darth Vader needs to show up here and there. He needs to be this, you know, boogeyman. Darth Vader's the boogeyman. He kind of is. That's a, I mean, that's, a, that's a good point. I like that. I will say this. I think this movie made me very, very excited for the. I love the casting in this movie. I, Sorry, Molly, it's midnight here, and there's like a million fireworks, and Molly thinks that we're all going to die. Um, (laughs) But I loved the the inclusive casting. I thought it looked great. I love, like, these really great, rich new characters and new stories that they're writing. So that gives me a lot of hope for for where the franchise is going to go from here. So I'm excited. Yeah. Jay, thoughts? <laughs> well, I guess I don't know if Jay's still there. Um, night here, so uh, yeah, we've got fireworks going on outside. So you may have even heard some, you know, here and there. From well, Happy New Year! As well. Yeah, Happy, yeah, happy, happy New Year! We finally, we finally made. Hey, Jay's back. Jay, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, it was overall, it was a good movie. I mean. I still more, I think I enjoyed Force Awakens a little bit more, but, you know, I still liked this movie. I mean, tied a lot of things together, answered a lot of questions, or explained a lot of things. Four um, to the uh, the other anthology movies, the Han Solo and... The only thing that bums me out is that they were supposed to have a Boba Fett one that they canceled. Yeah. So... I would still that like to see a Boba Fett. Why would we yeah. not get a Boba Fett movie? 
It's like, where's our, where's our Obi-Wan movie? Come on. They could put that back. Oh, on. yes. I would love to see an Obi-Wan movie. Now, okay, here's a question. How would you want to see I, – I, I really need to wrap up the show, but I, I have to ask this question. If we got an Obi-Wan movie, where do you want to see it set? Like, do you want to see it three and four? Do you want to see it, like, spanning maybe part of the time during the prequels and then that time between three and four? Like, what are your thoughts? I, you know what I want to see in an Obi Wan movie? I'm gonna be completely honest with you. All right. I want I want to see Obi Wan after Episode Three go through a bunch of shit that ties into that fucking cartoon, so that he can end the movie with a final battle against Darth Maul. Can we also have a Darth Maul movie then? No. Darth Maul's been in the <laughs> cartoons. Darth Maul's come back. I want all of that to culminate in a final battle with Obi-Wan and Darth Maul in a movie. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's cool. let's have the, the rematch of all rematches for Star Wars. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? Yes, it I really would. need to watch that cartoon series. Um... All right, let's move on to uh, picks and pans just real quick because, like I said, we're running a little long. Uh, does anyone have a pick or pan that's not? Carrie uh, uh, Fisher. My pick. Related? Do what? Oh, oh yeah, that's a serious pan. Oh, I thought you were going to say that isn't Carrie Fisher related. Uh, I was good. Yeah. Um, my pick right now is Westworld. I'm about halfway through it. It's wonderful. Uh, everything you've heard about it. If you don't like sci-fi, um, maybe not enjoy it. I don't know. Christy's not a huge sci-fi person, and she kept getting sucked into it while I was watching it. She starts, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not really watching it. And then she starts asking questions. Well, who is that? Well, why? What are they doing? And I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, sure. You're not watching it. Uh, really good. Really good show. Uh, if you haven't watched Westworld, at least try out the first two or three episodes and and, and see if you're going to keep going. So, oh, for um, me, for me, that's the Man in the High Castle. I just finished season two of that. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show, and I, I definitely want to see that. So, yeah, great show. Lady, do you have a picker pan? <laughs> All right, Sorry. <laughs> Now everybody's just letting off all of their leftover fireworks, and Molly is just a hundred percent sure that we are being attacked by the Empire. And why am I not Absolutely. more concerned about this? Molly's a good dog. Yes, she is. She is. In fact, she keeps looking at my proton pack and looking at me like, "Strap this thing on and let's go." <laughs> and let's rock. <laughs> so she's not did, messing around. Did you have a picker pan for the week, lady? I do. I have a pick. My pick is actually a delightful little Christmas present that uh, <laughs> that uh, Christy gave me, um, which is my mermaid blanket. <laughs> Molly, it's okay. When she told me about this, I was like, yep, that's, that's completely up Lainey's Avenue. Right oh, my there. God. It's the greatest thing I've ever had. I love it. Um, it's literally a blanket that, like, wraps around my feet and, like, goes out into this tail, and it looks like a mermaid tail, and I love it. I have used it. An embarrassing amount. I am obsessed with it. It is so comfortable. Oh my god, she gave me the same thing. Oh my god, <laughs> but it's really cozy and awesome, and I'm 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 loving it. It's making my life very colorful and whimsical. And and it was funny when I got it. I was I sent a picture to Parker, 
Uh-huh. Right. I, I was trying to explain to him what it was. And he was like, so like you wear it and like you become a mermaid. Like he could not wrap his head around it. So I literally <laughs> like literally become a mermaid. <laughs> yeah. That's what I told him. <laughs> yes. I literally turn into Ariel for the little mermaid. But I sent, like, sent him a picture of him. He's like, Oh, Oh, holy crap. So it's really like a tail. I was like, yes. And so he got a, got a big kick out of it. He thought it was pretty funny, but yeah, it, I love it. It's wonderful. Nice and cozy. Very cool. Jay, do you have a, uh, do you have a picker pan for the week? Um, not really. I haven't got a chance to do a whole lot here recently. And so, you know, really just been watching, you know, catch up on Agents of Shields and rewatching episodes of The Shield that was on FX. I mean, so, I mean, really haven't done much else besides work. Yeah, I've heard good things about The Shield. I just never have gotten into it. I've heard it's a, a really good series. Oh, yeah, it's good. It was made by Kurt Sutter that did Sons of Anarchy, so. Show. Cool. Wrap up for our, our, uh, our special episode on Rogue One. I have a feeling this is probably, like I said, because we're going to be getting a Star Wars movie pretty much every year, this may become kind of our annual tradition is to. I'm down. Because we are such big Star Wars fans. Uh, nah. The movies and, and such. Uh, we have to talk about it. We have to decompress. We have well, to. Some people think I'm not because I dared criticize this. No, there's a difference. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was like, how, how dare you speak ill of Star Wars? You can be a fan, a huge fan, a diehard fan, without being one of these crazy, what we call, stands, all right? Well, you don't I have mean, to stand for something. You can absolutely love something and still be able to say, you know what? I wasn't super crazy about that. I didn't think well, that that made a lot of sense. The thing is... I care about Star Wars. Absolutely, you do. And if I didn't <laughs> care, I wouldn't bother to criticize. I would just go with the flow and just be like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Instead of voicing my concern, because I do care. And I think more people should be willing to voice their concern and not feel beaten down by this like horde of people that are like, you either agree or you're not a real fan. And it's like, <laughs> I hate that. It's like, dude, a fan is somebody that cares. We are not going to agree. That's the whole point. That's why we have discussions because we're not going to agree. If I, if somebody just agrees with everything, they don't care. You know, anyway, I'm done. I'm sorry. No, you're good. It's all good, dude. Uh, so, like I said, this will probably become an annual tradition where we have to to decompress about our our Star Wars feelings. So, <laughs> um, Jay, what? Jay, if you if you had to rate uh, Rogue One on a scale of one to ten, where do you put Rogue One? Uh, seven, maybe. I think seven is a really good number. I think that's a really good rank, yeah. I think that's very fair. I think that's absolutely fair. Even with all the criticisms I have, I agree. I'm going to go with a seven also. Jay, give it a Very. You know what? Shut up. But, uh, Jay, very good job. (laughs) You know, Eugene, 
eight is fine too. If you're if you're more okay with some of the things that that bothered the rest of us, I understand why you'd go with an eight. So eight, seven, somewhere in the middle there, that's fine. I just thought I'd say those fuckers that'd be like, oh, it was definitely a two. It now I have, a two. I have a serious question, and I, I hate to keep prolonging this, but this is a serious question. Uh-oh. Where do you rank this movie? I'm not no, I'm not doing that. I'm not <laughs> fucking putting this into a rank. It's not happening. All right. I know, so, I know somebody that said this was better than Empire. Well, Are that person's probably an idiot. <gasps> I agree. <laughs> How can it be better than Empire? Are you? Uh, anyway. This is not okay. Uh, this is what I, I will say. This. This is not better than any of the original trilogy. No. I agree with that. Of course not. Although there's people that say from there, there are people that hate Return of the Jedi because of the Ewoks and. No, there's uh, not. People don't. Yo, no, there are. There are some people who generally think that was a horrible movie. No, no, no. The Ewoks are wonderful, and they can suck it. And I will personally come over there and kick their ass. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Leave my Ewoks alone. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I I I don't agree, but. Whatever we all have opinions because exactly. we love Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And the nice thing is, is this universe is just going to keep expanding, and there'll be more of it to either find your niche or to just keep going and seeing what else is out there. So I'm so um, excited for more original characters and new stories. It's going to be great. Me too. As always, you can find us on epicallygeeky.com. You can also uh, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, Google Play. Um, oh, damn it. I just realized I forgot to do some shit today to get ready for our other show, The Marginally Geeky Show. Uh, so we'll be uh, – we do have another show, The Marginally Geeky Show. If you are into books, we just finished reading uh, Ready Player One. We're going to be doing our discussion about that here coming up. Um, and then announcing our next book. Uh, we also have a new show that just joined the network. Yeah, uh, we by do. By Lady and Parker. Um, I had to change the name to uh, Epic Rhythm <laughs> Epic and Brews. Rhythm and Brews. But it looks like it got stuck at just Rhythm and Brews. So you can just look it up as Rhythm Girl, and Brews. And- I am not mad. So, uh, hey, if you're ever want- pressure for you, you'll just have to, uh, you'll just have to do twice as much work to, you know, Basically, drown out that other group. If y'all ever want somebody drunk on there with you, let me know. I'll be on. We got it. Well, I mean, you know, I love both rhythm and Bruce. You know, I love both you and Parker. I know very much. But it's a super fun show. We just had our first episode put out. We're going to be recording our next one here really soon. We're going to have that up ASAP. Um, So check us out. Leave us some feedback. We're we're really excited to get started. I will do. If you ever want to do do an episode about Weird Al, I'm your guy. We might actually. Uh, we have discussed like parody songs. And stuff. By the way, by the way, when you get a chance, please remember to thank Parker for his service to this country. I will. Oh, we were discussing his service to the country <laughs> the other day. Uh, oh we'll God. we'll return next week with our our normal stuff. Uh, we actually were doing all planning before the uh, beginning of the show, talking about our com- upcoming episodes. So we'll be back to our normal schedule then. So, uh, where can we find you on the internet, Cyrus Martin? Well, you can find me at uh, videogamevirus.com or YouTube. Look for Cyrus Martin or Video Game Virus. I have uh, 
uh, I have decided to give up my pursuit of uh, arguing with the PC uh, master racers and all that. So I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done with all the drama. Now I'm just talking about games and having a good time. So nice. uh, I've dropped the drama. Lady, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at It's a Laney Bird, and you can also find me on the Epic Rhythm and Brews podcast. Nice. Uh, Jay, where can we find you online? Um, I think it's 1JRed on Instagram and Epically JRed on Twitter. And you can find my wacky adventures online at Optimachine on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 